I don't know if you guys can hear that. Maybe oh, do it again. Do it again. It's Why does be this sound so? Oh, that oh, one was go. good. That okay. was a good one. Are we recording that? <laughs> I feel so exhausted right now. I just feel so sad. I feel stressed. <laughs> and exhausted. Uh, like, <laughs> why am I even doing this? What are we talking about? Confidence. <laughs> oh, my gosh. We don't have that much right now. It's all right. Confidence. It fluctuates. <gasps> oh, that's a good. that's a good thought, though. Because there's a confidence that should be part of our foundation, and then there's a confidence that's affected depending on the situation. Yeah. Does that even make sense? I don't even know uh, if that makes every sense. Every day is a situation for me. So <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what I'm going through right now. So um, what's the foundational confidence? What should not be negotiable in terms of our confidence? I don't know. You tell me. I'm the one with the problem here. <laughs> so is this a therapy session? I think it is. Hey, guys. Thanks for listening in on my therapy session. Um, I'm in need of it today, girl. Uh, we were kind of thinking, okay, what should today's... Um, what should today's... Podcast. Podcast episode should be about. And we were just thinking and... Uh, Last time we recorded an episode, it was a great episode. We loved it. Oh and then we were like, gosh. oh my God, yes, girl. We like posted it. We did that. You know, we recorded it outside. We had our coffee. We were making good jokes. We were like, oh my God. It's beautiful. And then girl. So we thought. We posted and we had a guest star. <laughs> Senora Brisa. <laughs> Senora Brisa was all up in the mic. And you know what? She's because rude. we're new at this. Yes. Um, and it wasn't really that windy. It wasn't. It was such a gentle breeze. I didn't think it would affect the sound that much. But obviously, yeah, we aren't, we aren't experienced at this. So Yeah. You know, so you she know showed Maybe. up and she shut us down. <laughs> I know. She's such a bitch. <laughs> but, um... <laughs> So maybe we'll release that one one day in like snippets. We're going to have to do As, some editing yes. around that because it was a really good episode. We were going to talk about, um, it was called uh, My Soulmate-in-Law. And we were just going to talk about the dynamic of our relationship and uh, just kind of talking about uh, other stories we've heard from our friends about how to create that relationship with your in-laws or, you know, whoever. Mm-hmm. Uh, we talked about the timeline. Of yeah. our relationship, how it evolved. Yeah, but, you know, we'll release that one other day. Right, without the guest yeah, appearance that. of Senora Brisa. Mm-hmm. So today, instead, uh, we are thinking of talking about confidence, and I think confidence has been something that's really been working on me. It's been working on my damn nerves. It's been working on my self-esteem. And it's been working on my sleep schedule, and I don't like that. Mm. How's it been working on your sleep schedule? I feel like, so as of lately, um, I have an upcoming gig for a musical, and uh, I'm panicking about it, just Mm because, of course, I'm doubting my ability to sing, to dance, you know, all that stuff. I'm working with a bunch of new people in a new theater, so, like, that's making me freak out. 
Mm-hmm. And I like wake up from my sleep just worrying. Yeah, in a panic. Mm-hmm. And then while I'm trying to go back to sleep, I'm thinking of the million things that could go wrong. Mm-hmm. The millions of things that I should be doing, right? So that I could be the best on the entire planet within the next two weeks before rehearsing, right? And, and what do you mean should be doing? I don't know. Like, should I be like dancing every day? Should I be like singing every day? Like, should I be, I don't know. Like, I haven't even gotten the script yet. And Alejandro was telling me, you know, you haven't gotten the script yet. You can relax. Mm-hmm. But it's just the constant reminder that what if I'm not as good as everyone anticipates me to be right Mm -hmm. and it's just like it's really overwhelming to the point where it's just like that's where it becomes unhealthy yeah because I think it's normal to have those concerns it's normal I think it's healthy to have expectations of yourself it's when it becomes overwhelming and it is interrupting your sleep that obviously it's not healthy and um, when it starts to worry you so much that it's stopping you from enjoying the experience, the opportunity mm-hmm. to be a part of this amazing production. You know, you have, you have what it takes, you have what you need to be a part of the production. Are we saying what it is or do you not want yeah, to talk well, about it? Well- Everybody knows. Well, I'm going to be in West Side Story upcoming at Musical Fair. Right. And the, what's the name of your character? Uh, I play Consuela. Yes. So if you know the song uh, America, she's the character that says, I know you do. <laughs> so <laughs> she's the blonde girl. So um, I, I feel very confident in creating that character and giving my own spin on the acting. Is it aspect. the singing and dancing part? I think part. it's the san- singing and dancing and it's some, because you haven't done it yeah but I've that's normal well you've done it in a mi- more of a minor yeah or i don't want to say minor because anything you do is important it's, it hasn't been as involved as intense as yeah what you're about West to Side do story yeah you know. so it's a musical <laughs> yeah and it's something that you know like i see the other people that are in the cast and i'm like oh my gosh everybody's so experienced and i start feeling inadequate and I was even at the point where I was like, I didn't want to audition. I didn't want anything mm-hmm. because I was just like, you know what? Like, this is going to be so scary. Mm-hmm. But obviously with the encouragement of everybody around, just being like, no, like, don't say no. Just accept this as a challenge. And it's like, I don't think I would be feeling the way that I feel if I had the confidence in it or had the confidence in myself that no matter what, I'm going to figure it out. And it's just like, I don't think like that. I think whatever happens, I'll glide through. And that's where it starts making me feel like crap. And I'm just like, okay, well, you know, what's the worst that could happen? You get a bad review, you know, you have a bad day, you have a few bad rehearsals, whatever, or tough rehearsals. And, you know, then you just keep moving and you have a great experience. But it's just like, I'm so tired of not believing in my own ability to adapt or to get better or to grow. And it's just like, it's, I don't know what are the steps to fostering confidence, Mm -hmm. you know? And some people are like, well, you just tell yourself that you got it. Mm -hmm. Like you got it. And like, I still can't shake off the feeling of the auditions 
I bombed my dance audition. Well, you say that you did, that you bombed yeah. them. You really didn't. I saw a video. You did not <laughs> bomb them. And you actually it's just so weird great. how we see different perspectives and, in that. Yeah, you're really hard on yourself. And that's okay. You should have expectations of yourself. But it shouldn't be to the point where you then start to cripple yourself mentally and emotionally and to put yourself down because then it's not healthy. Mm-hmm. It's okay to say, well, maybe I missed a step. You know, I want to do better next time. That's yeah. okay. That's healthy to expect more of yourself, to perfect. to mm-hmm. And, you know, perfection, we aspire to it realizing that we never will be perfect but it's good to evolve but I think you're being so hard on yourself that you can't see what you are doing you're just seeing what you're not doing and it's so minor in comparison to what you are doing it's just so weird because I feel like when I'm saying it out loud like that I bombed that audition or I didn't do good like it feels honest it doesn't feel like I'm taking an extra step to beat myself up Mm-hmm. Like it feels genuine. Like I know that that was not a good take at that. And mm-hmm. it's just like that feeling prohibits me from wanting to audition for more stuff. I think you're being hard on yourself. I've known you for a long time since you were younger, but deeply known you for two years, two plus years now. Yeah. And I've seen you do amazing work and still not be happy with it. Yeah. So I think you are being really hard on yourself and... That's what you have to figure out. Why are you so hard on yourself? You know, I know that it's because you're committed to your art. You want to do great work. Mm-hmm. Um, I think maybe it's the newness of the experience that challenges you, that frightens you. Mm-hmm. And it comes down to fear, obviously, yeah. you know, and feeling out of control because you know what you're good at. You don't have these insecurities when it comes to your modeling. Yeah. You don't always have them when it comes to your acting, but when it comes to singing and dancing, you pretty much do across the board always have it. Yeah. I like freak out. Yeah. And I think that has to do with, it's something that's new and it's something that truly challenges you. It's not your comfort zone, comfort area. Mm -hmm. Um, And that's okay. It's okay to be, you know, challenged by something new. It's not okay though when it frightens you so much that you can't be in the moment of the experience and enjoy the experience because it's an amazing opportunity that you have. And only by doing this, are you going to get better at it? Mm -hmm. You know, I don't know. It's just, and I guess to put a word on it, um, uh, you ever hear of imposter syndrome? I think we've talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. So in philosophy, I learned this past year about imposter syndrome and, the example used was Maya Angelou, who was saying, like, you know, she always felt like she still wasn't doing enough, even though she lived a legacy of just constantly bypassing barriers and just being authentic to who she is oh, yeah. and living in, you know, and walking in kindness and sharing it. And for someone like her to say, like, I feel like I'm not doing something right, even Ellen DeGeneres feels like that. And this woman is giving out. Hey Ellen, give us some money, girl. <laughs> hey <laughs> Ellen, yeah. just give us some money. I'll get rid of your imposter syndrome. But <laughs> mm-hmm. just thinking like these people who are great and live a life of charity and and philanthropy and just always uh, just living their own truth. People who um, don't live their truth. 
I mean, people who do live their truth, they're still feeling like there's, there's something that's missing. And it's like, I wonder where that really comes down to and how can I bypass that? Because if I get to that point, if I could ever get to that point, I don't want to be feeling like I'm still not enough. I don't mm-hmm. want to be feeling like I still need something to complete me. Mm-hmm. And I guess it's it's a constant thing. Like it's constantly evolving where you have your highs, you have your lows. But it's just like I feel like my belief in myself is always at an all-time low. Mm-hmm. And I just end up trudging on because other people are telling me that they believe in me. Mm-hmm. And then it's just like, then it's like, okay, well, maybe you're doing it for the wrong reason then. But you you don't feel like that all the time. There are moments that you feel incredibly um, secure and confident. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of um, life. There's moments that we feel amazing. And we're like, yeah, I got this. You know, you look at yourself in the mirror, you're like, I look good today. You know, <laughs> you have those moments. And then you have moments where, like, damn, I shouldn't leave the house today. Yeah. You know, you feel really <laughs> down about yourself or you don't have any confidence in what you're doing in terms of your work. And that can, you know, artistically, whatever it may be. But um, that's just life. And sometimes it's other people that lift us up. You know, I have this, one of my favorite verses um, or stories in the Bible is this man that was ill. It's about this man that was ill, I'm sorry. And his friends actually take him to, to Jesus. And he wasn't able to walk to receive this healing to... Um, so his friends actually carried him. And to me, that always, it, it, it symbolizes the truth of life, that we are a community. Sometimes we get to that healing, to that wholeness on our own, and sometimes we have to be carried by a community, by people that love us. Mm-hmm. So it's okay that you have times that you need people to help you, to uplift you, to say, you got this girl, or you did amazing. Mm-hmm. And then there's other times that you won't need that. That's just the reality of life. Yeah. You know, we're not we're not lone rangers. We need each other. Yeah. You know, we are all um together we form this complete whole picture. On our own, you know, the picture lacks. Yeah. So w- with you going through new obviously you've had a lot of new experiences. Also, you're always like taking steps in different directions like as of lately I feel like I've seen you have a lot of opportunities like make way to you Mm -hmm. and what is that like because they're new experiences how does that affect your confidence or maybe make your confidence better or you know all that stuff because you have a lot of cool news coming up Mm -hmm. yeah I have um well the arty committee came up a little over a month ago I think Mm -hmm. right Something like that. And it was officially announced a couple weeks ago. And I'm sometimes I, I, I say yes right away without really looking at the whole picture because it just seems so exciting, you yeah. know, and it seems it feels like such an honor to be considered for something like that. So obviously I, I said yes right away. I was like, yeah, this is amazing. And it still hasn't really hit me how I'm going to see 70 shows. <laughs> I've seen one, mm-hmm. you know, but I don't, um, I'm trying to figure out how to say this. The newness of the experience mm-hmm. can feel overwhelming, but I'm also excited about the newness of the experience. I'm open to it. So I'm welcoming it into my life. Yeah. 
you know, and then I think the other, I have another opportunity in terms of um, teaching at a college and that one is a little bit scarier. <laughs> yeah, that one's scarier because that I've never done at that level. I've I've taught little kids, and you know, little kids aren't judgmental. You just have to love them, sing, dance, and they're, they're gonna have a grand old time. You know, yeah. they're happy with that. So that that one is a little scarier. But I also feel like if you prepare, then you should uh, you should be able to see your hard work come to fruition. Mm-hmm. You know, so I, I feel like it's whatever I put into it, that's what I'm going to get back. That's where my confidence lies. And if I work hard at preparing a good class and engaging the students, I feel like it's going to be a great experience. Mm-hmm. But therein lies the challenge is to make sure that I put that time in. Yeah. You know, I can't go in there unprepared and expect for it to be wonderful. Yeah, I could wing it a few times, but not a whole semester. Yeah. And then it wouldn't be fair to the students, mm-hmm. you know. So that's the part that that poses a challenge. And then with the with the whole arties committee thing, obviously it's a new experience, and I'm sure I'm going to make a, some phone calls into my lifelines and you know have yeah. questions and need guidance. But I'm confident that I have the right resources in place, the right people in place that will, you know, answer my questions. So I guess that. You know, all that to say is, you know, there's a process in terms of um, developing, establishing that confidence. You know, there's people that you talk to, there are resources in place, there's time that you put into things so that you can reap the benefits of the the hard work. Mm -hmm. All those things actually help in, in creating that confidence and being able to move forward with confidence. Yeah. So you got to put work into things, you know, what you have been doing, going back to the whole West Side Story thing, you have been taking the voice lessons, Mm -hmm. you know, um, there's things that you can do to help yourself feel more confident. Yeah. If you know that there's an area, if there's something that's new to you, then you figure out what are my resources so that I can improve, so that I can grow I can become better at this. And there's, we were talking about this earlier. There are so many tools yeah. available <laughs> nowadays, Yeah, you know, through technology that really help us yeah. um, to access the information, the training, the teaching that we need to yeah. become better. Just to like prep. Exactly. And I think that is something that always has made me feel better about things is always coming up with a plan Right. B, C, D, E, F, G, all the way to Z. Exactly. And the things that when you're a performer, because things are so reliant on, like, your interpretation and your performance that it doesn't come down, it doesn't always come down to paperwork. Yeah. Like, it's hard because it's all interpretation. So it's like... um. Interpretation comes like, down to self-confidence, too. Yeah, and it feels like it, everything's in theory It is at that circumstance because yeah. everything's just based on opinion or, you know, uh, you know someone's going to have an opinion about your performance. And it's not like you can show them all the paperwork and be like, I did my work. I did my actor's homework. And they're going to be impressed with that. Right. And I think that it ultimately comes down to, did you sound good when you sang that song? Did you look good when you were dancing that uh, to that song? And it's like that's where I just start going crazy. And it's like, 
if I don't have confidence in that, <laughs> right. or at least whatever I bring to the table and trusting that they casted me for a reason that I had something to bring to the table, then maybe I'm in the wrong industry, you know? But there's so much that I learned from constantly being put in a two-month, three-month process of rehearsing every day mm -hmm. and connecting with other people. And that's teamwork and just learning all those other skills or honing in on all those other skills and just being grateful for that, you know? And then I think I just automatically start assuming um, that I'm going to embarrass myself. And I just wish I would love to embarrass myself. I just wish I could love the idea of just failing because it's not the opposite of succeeding. You know, it's, it's alongside succeeding. And there's this guy, Gary Vee. He's like this dude, he's like super internet sensation, uh, oh, yeah. entrepreneur, that dude. About. He's like, mm -hmm. you make a million dollars if you just start living like a bum, like all this other stuff. <laughs> he's the one that's real. He uses, uh, yeah, he curses he, a lot. Yeah. Yeah. He does. And, um, he's good though. Yeah. And, I, I watch him and he says literally exactly like he just he spells it out plainly for you and it's like he's just so I mean granted he's in a position now where failing is okay because he's still going to be all right but he was just like throughout the entire process of me getting to this point I have never cared about failing to the point where it was crippling. Right. I've always been like, bring it on, bring it on. And I'm just like, I wish I could say bring it on to failure. It's scary. It is scary. Yeah, to be okay with that and still be able to embrace and love yourself. Yeah. You know? Yeah. And I, and I think it's because I have, I think, I just think my priority, like, excuse my language, but I think I have my priorities fucked up. Like, mm -hmm. I think that they're not aligned because mm -hmm. my priority is I want everyone who comes to this show to be happy with my performance. Mm -hmm. That's my ultimate goal. And that's what I think everybody wants that. And you know that no matter what, though, there's always going to be somebody that's not going to like it. Yeah. There's always going to be that somebody that thinks it was, you know, trash. But then you yeah. always, the majority usually reflects, you know the the hard work that you put into it yeah. but it's not always like that and acting man talk about being vulnerable man yeah you're digging Ooh. into your soul to put forth this you know honest work mm -hmm. as best you can and it's Someone it's can all just up in your face shit yeah all over it. the reviews <laughs> are all up in your face the applause uh, you know that they was there a standing ovation there wasn't there's just immediate responses yeah. and reactions it's not like you know a, a day job just to categorize it as such mm -hmm. you get a review once a year mm -hmm. you know with theater with acting with anything with the arts usually you, your reactions are right there you know it's all up in your face mm -hmm. so you have to really have a strong foundation in terms of your self-confidence yeah because if not you're going to be tossed like the wind. Absolutely. And that's the thing that I want to avoid because I'm early enough in this position where my disbelief in myself isn't annoying yet. Because mm -hmm. there's going to be a day where they're like, if, if I continue with this disbelief in myself, right? They're going to be like, uh-uh, she needs way too much confirmation. She needs way too much. Like, I would be considered too much of a needy actor in a sense where I need to be pushed. I need to be, um, 
uh, what's the word, just coddled. And mm-hmm. I don't want to do that. Right. I don't, I just want to know what are my steps to having my own back. And I, that, I hear you. That's why it's frustrating because there is no, there's no step work for that. There's no. But I think there are steps. And I think that's where you're losing yourself. There are steps. Oh, girl, please enlighten me because I don't know them. <laughs> but, and I think sometimes I feel like you want to skip. And that's normal. Human beings do this. We all do this. We want to skip to the part where we're chilling. We're 100% confident in what we're doing. Mm-hmm. And we don't realize that it's a process. And we have to trust that process. It's baby steps. You yeah. know, just like when you're born, you need to be fed milk. You need to be fed your, your whatever, your food at a certain stage. You know, you don't, you're not born walking. Mm-hmm. You need to be held a lot when you're first born. And then you, you crawl, you sit up, then you take little steps. You fall while yeah. you're taking those steps. And you need help getting back up sometimes. You get up on your own. It, that's how life is. That's how any process is. And you have to be okay with that process. Mm-hmm. Um, and I feel like I see you and I see you wanting to get ahead. And skip over the falling and needing help getting up <laughs> and, and realizing that you have to crawl before you walk. And to repeat myself, and after you learn how to walk, you're still going to freaking fall. And yeah. even when you have it down pat that you can walk on your own, you're still going to trip, you yeah. know. So it's, we need to be okay with that process, with that evolution of, of growth. And we need to put the work in. That's the bottom line. Are you being honest with yourself? Are you putting the work in? Are you taking the time to do the work? Mm-hmm. If the answer is yes, then you're doing what you're supposed to be doing. After that, you get you, if you're being honest and you, you're following those steps, you know, you're reading your script, you're, you're doing your, your script work, you are practicing your dancing, you're practicing your singing, doing what you can to improve your, to improve your craft. Mm-hmm. If you can answer yes to all of that, what else can you do? You yeah. just get on stage and you be honest and you put your best foot forward in terms of you in terms of your work. Yeah. But to do all of that and go on stage and still be unhappy, then you're just being harsh on yourself. You're just not being <laughs> kind. You're just not being kind. <sighs> I know. I know we are our worst critics we can be and I think the trick lies in learning to celebrate ourselves something just fell upstairs I hope I hope it's not a human (laughs) (laughs) I hear no screaming so maybe something just dropped so we'll get back to a conversation so I think it's learning how to celebrate ourselves without being um cocky about it without being um Oh, what's the word I'm looking? Arrogant without mm-hmm. being arrogant. You know, there's a part of me that just wishes I could know what it feels like to be cocky one day. Mm-hmm. I just wish because that's like such a false sense of confidence, right. right? Right. I just wish I could feel just a slice of that. <laughs> I just want to know. Like, and thrive in that moment of just confidence. thrive in that moment where I'm like, you know what? I got this shit. I got this shit. Can nobody tell me? like nothing I just wish there was a part of me that had like this illusion for myself just so that I could like fake it till I make it but it's like yo it just stays on my face Mm -hmm. and it's like dude like you just need to like relax like Mm -hmm. trust the process like you said and just trust yourself 
Exactly. And I think what you just said is key too, Lisette. You sometimes you just gotta fake it till you make it. Yeah. And that's in any situation in your life. You aspire to be a great singer, you aspire to be a great dancer, whatever, maybe a great actor. So you act like you are one already. Yeah. You fake it till you make it. It's just like with me when I've gone through major episodes of anxiety in my life. Um, I've had uh, I've had to focus on what it is that I want. I wanted peace, but I couldn't stay stuck just sitting for peace to just kind of like drop from the sky. Yeah. You know, I distracted myself. I did a lot of distraction um, activities. Excuse me. So I would go out. I would run and I would go for a walk. Um, I would. Just get up and do different things, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, and then all of a sudden, I found out that I was in a place, in a place of peace. Mm-hmm. But I had to work for it to happen. You know, there's another verse in the Bible, which is one of my favorites, too. Where it talks about laboring to enter into rest. Which means that rest is not something that happens. Even resting is work. <laughs> because us humans, we're so used to being busy, 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 that we don't realize that to rest, we have to do it with purpose. We have to do it with intention in order for it to happen. Mm-hmm. You know, And that's with anything in life. You have to do it with purpose and with intention. And it's always going to be hard work. And we are going to fail, like you said, but we have to be able to still embrace ourselves and, off, and give, us, give a, our, ourselves that space of grace. Mm-hmm. Because when you do live in that space of grace, you're able to embrace yourself, even with the the apparent fail that you may be experiencing. Because truthfully, what is failure but a step towards growth? Ooh, tweetable moment. You know, tr- truly, that's what it is, right? If you learn from the experience, you're growing. You're always evolving. Yeah. And then we teach others. We learn from that and then we're able to offer that wisdom to other people that are open to it or they seek it or that seek it from us mm-hmm. we're able to share that moment so then that apparent failure becomes a success yeah because now you're able to share it with others and they're able to benefit from it mm-hmm. you know so everything truly is working towards growth is working towards success it's all about perspective yeah you know um how we perceive things Mm-hmm. You know, but I think that at least something that I find really important for myself is to give myself that um, embrace myself in the space of grace. When you're able to do that self, you're able to accept that you're not always going to do a great job and that's OK. Mm-hmm. You're able to accept that you're not always going to be the strong one that you're going to be broken down sometimes and mm-hmm. cry and be a puddle of mess. Yeah. And that's okay too, you know? Um, but that happens in that space of grace mm-hmm. when you're, when you're able to say it's all right. I still love myself because I'm a good person. I'm a good person with good intention and I'm growing, I'm evolving yeah. It's just a lot of times we're just, we're, we aren't kind to ourselves. Yeah. You know? What about like being, being like a parent mm-hmm. and like having confidence and being, so like when you had Alejandro, right? He's your first mm-hmm. baby mm-hmm. and you're braving the wilderness of For being sure. a parent, right? 
and wanting to make all the right decisions and make sure that you don't make one mistake that's going to traumatize them for the Mm -hmm. rest of their life. Like (laughs) the idea of being a parent, being this lifelong presentation on stage for your child Mm -hmm. so that they have the best life that you can give them. What is that like, like having confidence in that and like making decisions? I feel like every choice when it comes to this new human being, you feel so much love for this person. And all you want is to do good for them. That's all you want at all times. Every choice that you make as a parent is based on, I want this, I want what's best for this human. And you're willing to do whatever it takes so that they have the opportunities in life to grow, to do good, um, to thrive in whatever their niche is, mm-hmm. you know. So I feel like everything that Rolando and I did was based on we love him or her so much that we're going to do whatever it takes to make them happy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, we're going to mess up. As a friend of mine used to say, I'm saving money. I have a separate account for their therapy. Because <laughs> <laughs> I that know so funny. I'm going to mess up in some way. Um, but I'm going to do my best to not mess up knowing mm-hmm. that I will. Yeah. You know, but it, it's just everything that you do is just comes from this amazing, unconditional love of wanting them to just have everything in life. Yeah. You know, and everything, I don't mean materialistic things because I haven't been able to give them everything that the world perceives as them deserving because they're good kids. They deserve the best. But in terms of love, Mm -hmm. they've always had us in terms of support. They've always had it in terms of us wanting to give them a strong foundation to be good, kind human beings. They've always had that. Mm -hmm. Do I wish I could have given them more, perhaps, you know, a a vacation every year or or things that would be perceived as materialistic? Yeah, I wish I could have, mm-hmm. you know, but hopefully the tools we've given them will prepare them in the future where they can do those things for themselves. Yeah. You know, and it hasn't, we've always worked, my husband and I have always worked to provide for them. We are a large family and we've done our best, you know. Yeah. But, you know, to go back to your question, there's no handbook, but it's amazing what love will do. Love is your guide, not to sound, you know, um, I don't know, corny or anything like that. But truly, (laughs) love is your guide. Mm -hmm. Everything that you do is just based on that love and wanting what's best for this little person that just depends on you 100%. Yeah. You know? And you just trusting that it's going to, like, work out Mm -hmm. just... And obviously, I had a good foundation. Rolando had a good foundation, too. So you take that foundation and you improve it, mm-hmm. you know. And then you hope that Alejandro, Ricardo, Namara, and they will take that foundation and they will improve it, improve it as well for their children. So mm-hmm. it's stronger and stronger as, you know, the generations um, pass that, yeah. you know, that you and Alejandro would have a a beautiful foundation together where you can see the basics of what we gave them, but then there's also the addition of what you're giving them. Mm -hmm. 
you know, and yeah. it just continues like that with everything. That's how it is in life, though, right? Teachers mm-hmm. and mentors, that's what we do. Yeah. And then, you know, a lot of times the students outshine the teacher, yeah. you know? And that's yeah. good, though. That's good. You want what's best always. Yeah. I'm definitely going to have to go to therapy before I have kids. <laughs> definitely. And that's all right. That's all right. I've gone to therapy. I believe in therapy. As long as, as, long as it's the right therapist. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, you know, I just, I, I think I've said this before, but like, I have like my auto responses for my imaginary children that I'll have one day. <laughs> and they sound exactly like my mother. Like your mom. And, you know, I, I think there was, uh, there's an extent where I totally think my mom was absolutely in the right because, right. you know, I was getting snippy. I was like, yeah, I deserve to get popped in the mouth when I said that, right, right. you know, or I should have got popped in the mouth when I said that. And I think I, because it's clear that uh, I like that we're kind of like recording this and I can see like at the end of West Side Story, once it's completed, I can see the work in progress, right? I can mm-hmm. see mm-hmm. all the crafts and glue and popsicle sticks all over the floor right now. That's what I am right now. And then at the end of it, I can see the final product. Mm-hmm. So it's nice to kind of document this in uh, in the process, mm-hmm. which makes me feel a little bit better. And I actually don't remember how that was connecting to anything. So I'm just going to keep going. Yeah, just keep going. It's all right. <laughs> Rock It'll connect. out, man. Yeah. <laughs> um, so... I think that's uh, probably one of the most exciting things, and it's a a vulnerable thing, because Mm -hmm. if anybody that sees West Side Story or is in the cast or is whatever connected to it, they're going to be like, bruh, she is sweating it, and she ain't got no confidence, right? Because I would be Mm -hmm. like, girl, get it together. (laughs) But, you know, I think it's nice because I know at the end of the day, I'm not backing out. Mm-hmm. I said yes. I committed to it. That's that. Mm-hmm. So it's, this is just part of your process. Yeah, and it's kind of nice to see that process in some kind of form because that's what I was talking about. Like, just the idea of things existing in theory is just very weird. It's mm-hmm. just being like, if it's not written down, if it's not documented, then I feel like I forget about all the progress. Mm-hmm. I feel like I forget about all the experiences. I can't remind myself mm-hmm. of any of it. And then I'm like, what the hell happened? Like, what was that experience even like? Or what did I take from it? So I think I like I like the idea of, you know, having this be on a platform. I can always look back at it. And hopefully, right. you know, I, I know we have a lot of actor friends, theater friends. So I know you guys are listening. And um, I know we all go through this. Absolutely. <laughs> so. It would be great to hear from other people what their process is, how they deal with, you know, the uh, the whole lacking confidence in whatever area it may be in terms of their art mm-hmm. and what helps them to move forward. Yeah. You know, um, I'd love to hear people, you know, yeah. maybe they can message you, they can message me, send us um, comments, whatever it may be. But I think that, you know, if we do get some kind of response, that's something we can share in the next podcast when we open. Yeah. You know, so let us know, guys. Yeah. Even parents, too. I need to hear some parenting advice. Oh, please. That would be great. We have parents that are artists out there, too. Sarah. And I know Sarah listens to us as well. Sarah. Sarah Rodriguez. Our little birdie. Yes. <laughs> Boy, and she, she's a fan of birdies, too. She yeah. loves birds. 
which is, I thought she was joking when she first told us that, and then she pulled out her makeup case, I think it was, <laughs> and it had like a bird on it. Yeah, she yeah. definitely is a bird lover. And she follows our podcast, which we are grateful for. Yeah. Hey there, girl. Thank you for my coffee this week. <laughs> <laughs> Dang, yeah. girl, you ain't invite me for coffee. <laughs> Just kidding. <laughs> Let's go out for wine. How about yes, that? That would be great. Yes. We but, have um, to have her over. Yeah, and also something that I wanted to bring up as well is that you talking about elongating um, a closet and getting into brand new territory where you want to explain, I mean, expand on this 10-minute script you wrote and there's so many possibilities for it. Right. And you, I literally, when you were like, well, I don't know what the first step is. Right. And I remember wanting to try so many things. Mm -hmm. And that was my first, my first auto response was, I don't know what the first step is. Mm -hmm. And that first step can just make you feel like, bro, I don't even want to fucking do this. Yeah. You get stuck there on the first step. Literally today we set up two mics. We're trying out. Okay. So I'm on a new mic. And Deppie's using the one mic that we usually use. And I was like setting this up for like a good hour. Mm -hmm. And I was getting pissed. And I'm like, in my head, I'm like, you should just say, forget it. Just say, forget Mm -hmm. it. And if I was alone, I probably would have said, forget it. And just didn't do it. Because, you know, sometimes it's easier to be a quitter when you're the only person that you're quitting on. We all need need cheerleaders. Yeah. So, Mm -hmm. I mean, thanks, Deppie, for being here. I wasn't going to quit on you, girl. <laughs> I know. Well, you I was won't. definitely I about to quit, quit on, on this dumbass mic. I don't even. Do I sound cute? Yes or no? You always sound cute. <laughs> <laughs> but just like the that idea where you're just like, just I know that initial step is is scary, especially when it like you said it's new territory. So new. Yeah. And I'm still trying to figure out what the initial step is with a closet. Um, it, I would love to see it as a children's book, and I have no clue. I've spoken to several people, but still don't feel like somebody gave me that answer where I'm like, this is exactly what I'm going to do with this. Mm -hmm. I know what the first step is. I still feel kind of like lost, you Mm -hmm. know, kind of still kind of grasping for what should I do to move forward with this project. But I'm also, it's a combination of I have to do my work, my research, and also trusting you know, in the more mystical sense of trust that whatever will be, will be. Mm -hmm. And people will come my way that will point me in the right direction as well. Yeah. Yeah. So I'm kind of open to what the next step should be for it. Yeah. And I think, I think one of the coolest things is that your prep for that is going to be all magical stuff all like interpretation and creating and just trusting yourself in that and then the idea of things getting published or distributed and stuff that stuff is kind of like the boring aspect Mm -hmm. but like just knowing that you have like this stuff in your like this clay in your hand and you can just make it into whatever you want is just that's something that I can get so excited for you, but (laughs) (laughs) like I can get so excited, like the same way Jeannie, Jeannie was excited for us about the podcast. Oh my gosh. Yeah. She was on board. I can see you guys with like, you know, your tea napkins. And she was just like, so excited for us. She was like, I can see it. And then I end up getting frustrated in an hour about setting up a mic, you know, that makes me want to quit. And it's just like, it's so, it's just always on a spectrum of things where you're just like, 
is putting up a mic for an hour worth it? Of course it is. I'm just being an asshole. Like, yeah. <laughs> I'm just being like temperamental. There's always going to be things that mess with our, our vision. Yeah. And kind of distract us from our focus and our intention. Mm-hmm. Always going to happen. Mm-hmm. But it's going to test us. Like, how serious are you about what you're about to do? Pretty serious. Exactly. <laughs> so you put up with the hour, right? Yeah. You know, and we just kind of laugh through it and joke through it and try to be patient with the process as much as we can. And, you know. And say, it ends up being worth it. Exactly. At all times. It doesn't matter how many of how many people listen or, you know, obviously we want to be like, hey, everybody. <laughs> but, you know. It ends up being what it's supposed to be. Exactly. Yeah. So just because I'm a summarize kind of, I like outlines and I like summarizing things. Yeah. I can't get away from that. What are the things then that we can work at building our confidence that we talked about? Mm-hmm. Okay. You said so many tweetable things, tweetable moments. We're going to at Oprah. <laughs> um, trusting the process. Mm-hmm. And knowing that falling is a part of succeeding. Mm-hmm. So to tell it, tell failing and tell tripping and falling over, tell them to bring it on, mm-hmm. you know, and, and to give myself, I think my favorite thing that you said was giving myself, um, the grace of, how'd you say it? The, the, the space sp- of grace. Yeah. The mm-hmm. space of grace and just being my own best friend in that, in that circumstance mm-hmm. and being my own best opinion. Mm-hmm. And just val- val- valuing. Is that <laughs> Buffalo accent? <laughs> valuing. Um, yeah, valuing my own opinion before anything. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Trust the process, exactly. Yeah. The work, you got to trust the work that you're putting in. Yeah. And, and when you connected it to it being uh, about parenting, just trusting that love is always the intention. So I, I love acting. I love being a performer. I love sharing that vulnerability and honesty with, with the audience. You know, I love that. So I should just let that be the intention and let that be the outcome, you know, and just leave it at that. And then always think about how I can make, uh, myself feel better in the process maybe. And I can always, exactly. you learn better with experience. So I can't just keep being like, I don't want to do it, mm-hmm. <laughs> you know, because mm-hmm. I have to keep doing it if I want to get better. So, you know, stop crying about it. You know? It's okay if you do cry. I'm, but don't I stay stop stuck crying there. about it to myself. Like, oh, okay. Yeah. That's just, just me being mean there. to myself. But. Uh, be nice to yourself. <laughs> get your self, shit together. I love you, self. <laughs> <laughs> I love you, little self. <laughs> and, um, yeah, and what, what was your other question? I think that was it. It's yeah. just like what... What are your takeaways, basically, you know, because yeah. I, I feel like it's always important to leave that outline that what did you take away? And if you guys want to share with us, guys and girls, I always I don't like summarizing or lumping people into calling them guys. Hey, you guys. Yeah. No. Hey, little birdies. Yeah. Why can't we say, hey, girls? <laughs> <laughs> How you girls doing? Gals. <laughs> yeah. Hey, there, little birdies. So <laughs> what was your takeaway from this? A lot of you do reach out to us and tell us, mm-hmm. you know, and we really appreciate that. Kind of helps us to motivates us to have those cheerleaders out there. Yeah, we we really appreciate you a lot. Um, on that note, girl. Yeah, I think let's clink to that. Let's clink. Okay. Somebody's clinking upstairs. Thank you upstairs. <laughs> All right, we're gonna clink to this, and we will see you next episode. Yeah. And I think we'll have some some 
cool news by next time. I yes. hope. Don't put that pressure on us, please. Yeah. <laughs> We're putting it on you, though. Share some of your cool news. Yeah, please. <laughs> let us know. We would love to share it. Yes. Thank we you love guys. you guys. Love you guys. See you later, little birdie. Hasta la próxima.